I'm Julie. I'm Kalea. And you're listening to the latest episode of Girls With Fun. Thanks for joining us. Every week we get together and chat about something on our mind about BTS. Sometimes we're silly and sometimes we're serious, but we're always creating a podcast by ARMY for ARMY. If you haven't yet, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. And without further ado, let's get on with the episode. Right, welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun. We have a very, very special episode for you today. Um, So I am happy to introduce to you the co-host of the AM podcast, Amber and Melissa. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having us. Sorry, it's the first time. Uh, thank you so much. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> thank you so much for uh, joining us on the podcast. Um, Amber and Melissa are actually in real life friends of ours. <laughs> we know them through the uh, BTS DMV group uh, that you know Julie and I host. Uh, well, Julie formerly now, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. But... <laughs> in the wind <laughs> listen you're gone um <laughs> but you're still important like you're still you're, you're still important we love you anyway <laughs> anyway uh but yes we do know each other in real life and we actually worked together uh in february of this year during the black into k-pop coalition that we were all a part of so uh yeah, this is going to be a really cool episode. Looking forward to it. I'm so excited. I'm I've been really looking forward to this for a while. So, um, excited to learn more about your podcast and and talk about BTS with you guys. <laughs> Always excited oh, yeah. to talk about BTS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for this too. All right. Awesome. So well, shall let's, we jump yeah, right get into in? It. Yep. Could you please introduce yourselves, uh, which we kind of did, um, your age, if you are comfortable sharing, and a fun fact about yourself. And the only reason we ask about age, though not mandatory, is just <laughs> to show people that ARMY come in <laughs> all different ages, all different backgrounds, etc. So. Um, sure. So uh, I'm Melissa. I am 28. Um, and I don't really have a fun fact about myself, but I, so I'll just pass it on over to Amber. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, hi, I'm Amber, uh, 28 as well. Um, and yeah, I don't have a fun fact. Normally, if someone asks me about a fun fact, I'm like, oh, I'm part of a K-pop podcast. But like... <laughs> We're here, so. <laughs> I mean, that is a very fun fact and a very relevant fact. Um, and you're setting me up perfectly for this transition. Can you both tell us more about your podcast, how it started, how you met, um, 
an uh, episode that you would recommend to first-time listeners of your show? Sure. Uh, so originally we had wanted to actually start a YouTube channel, um, but uh, neither of us are very good editors. Um, and so, and just setting up in general, I think was a struggle. Like we have, like we bought like a whole, like lights and everything and green screen. Like we really thought we were going to like do it up. And then we got to the editing. We were like, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> yeah. And so we thought we, we found that, um, podcasting, you know, doing just doing like the podcasting platform was just easier to edit and easier to, um, an easier way, I guess, for us to talk about K-pop and K-dramas and basically anything else that we wanted to that was still within, like, the realm of K-pop or Hollywood, I guess, is the general term. So you, I, I know we said that we all know each other from the DMV group, but how did you two meet? Because I think even the first time we met, you two already knew each other. Like, you came to the event together, right? Mm-hmm. We've been friends since like freshman year of high school, so it's been a while. Um, so yeah, that's how we. I don't know. It's just crazy to know that like we've been friends since high school. So, <laughs> but that's how we know each other. It's awesome. It's so yeah, cute. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have like three people I talk to from high school, so it's cute <laughs> that you guys have been able to stay close. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're like the only like people that like we still kind of talk to from high school, and it's funny like we don't even remember like what we talked about before we got into K-pop, which was like so recent. But yeah, look at how strong the bonds of K-pop are. Uh, do you guys have a favorite episode from your podcast that you'd recommend to anyone listening who'd like to check you out? Um, our favorite episode is our 2021 BTS Festa episode. We really love it. I don't know. Whenever we talk about BTS, we just, we just tend to go and ramble on and on and on. <laughs> so yeah, that's a good one to listen to. But probably one of our favorite ones. Hello. Welcome to our podcast. Also probably a good one for our <laughs> listeners since we're like exclusively a BTS podcast. I'm sure you'll get some people um, interested in that. Well... <laughs> Please tell us how, <laughs> when did you get into BTS? How did you find BTS? Um, so for me, uh, I would say late 2017, early 2018 was when I first learned about BTS and like got into BTS. I saw them on the American Music Awards, late 2017, I think, and then Honestly, everything's kind of really fuzzy up until like the fake love comeback. <laughs> sometimes, so sometime in between then, I just really fell down the rabbit hole. But yeah. Um, and I got into okay, I got into BTS because of RM. Like, I saw one of his like, like I guess solo songs, and then I was like, okay, who's this guy? And so I just kind of fell into BTS. A woman of taste. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was all in 2015. But I wouldn't say that, like, I was a fan of theirs in 2015, but I feel like I didn't become ARMY until, like, 2016, 2017, when I kind of understood everything about the K-pop realm and how things worked. So, yeah. 
Another 2016 army. I'm feeling so hyped right now. <laughs> Please do tell us your biases if you have them. And any bias records if you have them. <laughs> so I just automatically default to saying that rap line is my bias because they're always bias wrecking each other. Like I start out with RM, then it went to Sugar, and then went to J-Hope, and now it's just slowly going back to RM. So I just say rap line because <laughs> there's no other. Oh, uh, you sound like me. Odd. <laughs> <laughs> so relatable. Um... Yeah, I've always said Jungkook and Jimin, <laughs> but lately it's been more, I don't know, I don't know, I mean, lately it's been more Jungkook, but probably because just, you know, the piercings and the tattoos, but yeah, those have always, they've always been, like, biases, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think, oh no, go ahead, Julie. No, I think we know the answer to the next one. Um, but for our listeners, do you stand any other groups? And if so, who? Um, so I so I don't know if I would necessarily say that I stand. I feel like the only group I technically stand is BTS, but I really do. I really do love um, Red Velvet, EXO, um, Twice, uh, Lately Itzy, and specifically NCT 127. I was going back and forth because I was like, should I mention like NCT? But I mean, <laughs> in terms of like a, a unit, in terms of like a unit, I, I really have gravitated towards NCT 127 songs lately. Um, so, yeah, but I feel like I don't know that I necessarily stand them, but like catalog wise, those are the groups that I tend to listen to the most. I feel like I take kind of the same idea with this. I don't think I stand another group like I do BTS, but um, like Melissa, I do like Twice. I like Itzy. Um, and then I think another group that I really like is um, Epic High, but they're not like K-pop. They're more like hip hop rap so yeah are you planning on attending the epic high concert when they come here i saw that was recently announced see i would love to like okay melissa and i went before but because it's at the fillmore there's no seat so you're just standing and we really didn't we didn't get there early enough to be able to have like a good spot so we could see the stage so i don't just for that, probably no, but I did like their concert. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, but if there were like seats, yes, for sure. Without a doubt, I would go. Yeah, there's seats, but you gotta pay extra. <laughs> you gotta, oh, there you are gotta pay like a hundred plus more extra. <laughs> yeah, at like the very top. At least at the Eric oh, Nam concert when we went. Um, at the Fillmore, there's seats at the top. But you have to pay, like, the VIP price or whatever to sit up there. I mean, you also get to, like, meet the artist. So, like, it's worth it if that's what you want to do. But, yeah, you can't sit down unless you pay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you get to meet them, then that is a plus. Because I remember we got to, okay, we went to see The Rose. 
and we paid extra for that. And we were like, oh, what's so good about meeting them? But then we met them and they were like, it's worth it. So I could see, I could see paying that much money to see them and have a seat. So um, what was the first BTS song you heard? I know we heard um, 2017, 2018, we heard RM solo track. Curious to know which one we're talking about now. Um, but I guess what was the first song that you heard? So, okay, the first song I heard by BTS was Dope. Um, the song that I heard by RM was Do You. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, That's also a pretty iconic music video. Mm-hmm. And I see why you were like, okay, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gotta find more. I like this. <laughs> um, for me, it was a DNA. Not as exciting. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, I love DNA. Yeah, it's a pretty like. I think that's like a standard song. Like, if you probably ask a lot of Army, what's the first song they've heard by BTS? They probably would say DNA. So understandable well i guess it's think- also because that's what they performed at the amas too so but yeah it's definitely it's, it's a pretty standard like k-pop type of style song i was just gonna say i hear the intro to dna and i'm instantly transported back to like seeing them on the amas and that intro and just like tripping out that they were on american tv and like not on my phone and now it's like a commonplace thing where my parents are like bts is on the tv and i'm like okay i know like but back then it was not as common and then they also performed it i think at rockin new year's eve that year um Mm -hmm. so i'm just like taken back to those two performances so i love dna Um, okay, so we talked first song. Um, I'm not going to ask you favorite song yet, but what is your favorite album or your favorite era that they've done so far? Oh, I guess I'll go. <laughs> um, so this one was hard. It's always difficult. I don't know, it's always difficult finding like my favorite, like anything with, with BTS, but <laughs> I, um, I came. I eventually came up with "Love Yourself, Tear." Just I think because that was my first comeback with them, um, and also "Fake Love" was on there, you know, and um, <laughs> and just as a, a whole, I guess I just really liked that they worked with them or worked on like different like genres within the same album, and I was looking at it like. I loved Paradise, Love Maze, Singularity. Like I think that was a song that like really like pulled me into BTS probably. Um, but yeah, so that's what I went with. Um, okay, so my favorite album is in the same realm. It's um the uh, okay, okay. Uh it's Love Yourself Answer. It was like all in the same. So, yeah. The Love Yourself era was iconic. 
I agree. That's what I was about to say. I just love the whole era in itself. I just wanted to say that, like, I kind of wish, I mean, I don't know that they'll ever do something like that again, but I really wish they would kind of go back to having, like, some sort of series album together again, but I don't know, like, the Love Yourself um, series, but I don't know that they'll do that at this point, but it just, it was, yeah, the whole era was um, dismissed. I'm curious because <laughs> welcome to TED Talk mode that you've now <laughs> unlocked. No, but okay. So we had Map of the Soul Persona, right? And then we had Map of the Soul Seven. So like, was that supposed to be a series? And then we just like dipped partway through because of the pandemic. Um, are we going to go back to that? Like, is that over? But I agree. Like for a while, <sighs> they were doing kind of trilogies or repackages, right? Or like different versions with new tracks of like a three set. So yeah, interested to to know what's next, but I wholeheartedly agree. Was Map of the Soul 7 like supposed to be, Never mind. yeah, I had the same question as you, never mind. <laughs> Because I thought it was that was supposed to be like spread out amongst other albums, like you said, I guess. And then, yeah. Anyways, I didn't have anything else to say. Well, it is interesting, and and I think Kalea and I have talked about this before, but it was like Persona Shadow Ego, but then Shadow was the interlude, and Ego was like the outro. So was it originally? split up a little more like did they always plan it that way I'm not a theorist army I say this like at least once every other week I do not follow the theories I don't know what's going on in the side shot of minute 37 or second 37 of like whatever MV right can you imagine having a 37 minute MV anyway um yeah I I don't know but I kind of wonder if it was supposed to be split up I feel like I've I've heard that it was in theory, um, but who knows? I don't know. I'm excited for whatever they're coming out with soon, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's exciting. Here's a question that's not on our list of questions, but I'm going to ask you since we're talking about it. Kalea and I were talking about this literally the other day when we were recording when do you think that we are getting new music? I mean, do you think we're getting new music soon? And, and what's your theory? So I feel in my whole soul. Okay, I take that back. Maybe not my whole soul, but half of it. I feel like it's coming hopefully like next month or sooner. I was kind of hoping that they put out something for like the LA concerts. Like there was going to be like a little bit of new music sprinkled in there, but if it doesn't come out soon, I'm I'm definitely thinking like January, February, hopefully, or it could just be my hopes. Um, but who knows? When you said half of the soul, I was like, <laughs> map of the soul. Like, anyway, there has to be a <laughs> pun there, but I think I hit my pun quota for the week. Um. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking, like, probably January, like we were talking. I just don't know 
if they're doing like a concert in LA for a few days and then they're doing Jingle Ball and then there was another tweet at Microsoft Theater that Microsoft Theater then deleted about something else. TBD, mm-hmm. don't know. Um, and then they have all the end of year stages and award shows. Like, my guess is January, but I don't trust Big Hit or Hybe as far as I could throw them. So, which is not far, but I don't trust them at all. So, music <laughs> could drop at any point. <laughs> True. Like, Jungkook's cover dropped out of nowhere. I was like, okay. Exactly, exactly. Um, Yeah, I would just agree with you guys probably early next year because of all of the things that they're doing now and towards the end of the year. I have a question. Can can uh, I ask a question? Oh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, please Please go for it. So, like, okay, for the next comeback, like, what kind of concept are you hoping for? Are you hoping for something, like, bright and fun or kind of dark? I'm imagining dark solely because of these season's greetings teasers and, like, Bongtan villain era. Um, But to be fair, like, season's greetings 2021 didn't really tie into any of their concepts that they did. Which, like, what was the concept for Seasons Greeting 2021? Like, 80s? I don't know. I don't know what the theme was. Um, but I don't know, like, what um, what concept they'll do. I mean, Permission to Dance and Butter were both, like, Butter was, like, a sexy concept, I guess. And Permission to Dance was, like, super upbeat to the point that... Um, I said this on the track before, so I'll say it again. It was giving me, like, Disney Channel vibes, which is not a bad thing. Like, I loved the Disney Channel back in the day, but I guess I I don't know if they would pivot back to something darker or kind of keep that lighthearted vibe going. So I don't know. Do you guys have any theories? Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Melissa. Oh, I was, I mean, I'm just hoping, I kind of am hoping for a darker concept just because the last couple songs were a bit more peppy it's funny the i mean i don't know i feel like a lot of people have probably already said this but yeah permission to dance definitely remind me of disney channel i think when i was watching it i think i was texting amber like yes it's giving me high school musical vibes i mean mm-hmm. <clears throat> we've talked about on our <laughs> podcast of <laughs> our feelings i guess about this song as well um and i will say i just have to say the r&b remix is like the only version of that song that i can kind of tolerate um on a regular basis um but yeah I am kind of hoping for um a darker concept or not as heavy I appreciate permission to dance and what it was there for but uh yeah uh I am hoping for like full-on rocks on era like we're already here with the season's greetings. Let's just go for it. Um, I know we're like still in the middle of a pandemic. So like I get it, making happy songs so that people want to think about the pandemic. But how about we just start getting into like real like I don't know, like screamo stuff, like this sucks. <laughs> like, let's end the pandemic. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just want like <laughs> full on like rocks on, like <laughs> Just lots of guitars, 
heavy drums, like <laughs> just full on like rage. <laughs> just give it to I'm me. just envisioning like a 12 minute track of just <laughs> someone screaming. So be careful what you wish for. We could go real experimental on the next one. Uh, I just feel like given all the events that have happened recently, it would just be really timely if they just get on the mic and just like kind of scream like, sick of these paps, sick of these saucings. Like they just rage. I don't know. <laughs> just, <laughs> it would be awesome. <laughs> all in like eyeliner and like skinny jeans. Just bring it back. I can be here for the eyeliner and skinny jeans. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Tay has a solo song called like darts or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. If they like flip. Ugh. But like, yeah, they name the song darts and they like flip it, but they make it like rock. <laughs> that, hold on. That could work. Hype, hype, hype. Yeah. Hi, Mole, that's listening. Because <laughs> I know there's somebody listening to this podcast. There's at least one, yeah. I'm giving you the ideas, and I'm asking for, like, 1% of the profits. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. 1% will do um, it Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you'll be made for life with 1%. <laughs> Exactly. Um, Julie, I have we like ever shared on the podcast what's our favorite album? Have we shared that? Uh, have we answered that question? I don't know. We've definitely done questions similar to this um, or when we've gone on other people's shows. I don't think we've ever said our favorites. Why don't you go first? Because I am feeling very put on the spot and need to think about it for a second. <laughs> um... I think I go back and forth. This is like really hard. This is really hard. But I think I go back and forth between Dark and Wild and The Most Beautiful Moment in Life Part 2. I just think both of those are like masterpieces, like top to bottom. They're just done extremely well. Yes. Yeah. I think for me, it is Love Yourself Tear. I think for everything that you, Amber and Melissa, both said about the Love Yourself series, um, I think Love Yourself Tear as an album is one of their albums that just flows really well start to finish. Like, usually if I have a playlist on on shuffle, like, it's great whatever track comes on. But for that one, I usually do listen to it, like, all the way through, not on shuffle. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Paradise. Um I love Magic Shop. Um, Yeah, the series of numbers for Pluto that I always mix up and scramble no matter how many times I I hear it. Um, Yeah, so I agree. Or the, um, the most beautiful moment in life repackaged with the air balloon on the front. Like that just takes mm-hmm. me back to my baby army days. I think it's young forever is the official name, but correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but that's just like my baby army days of like finding the songs and just being really excited about every song ever. So 
Yeah. Okay, here's an even harder question for all parties, including us, because I don't know if we've said this one either. What is your favorite title track? Okay, this was really hard, but I, 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 so th- hard. I, th- I think Idol would be one of my favorites. That's so interesting because I feel like <laughs> sometimes Idol is overlooked. Like, what about it specifically do you love? Not that you need. I a think reason, it's the but... energy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's the energy for me. I I don't know. Whenever I hear it, I just get really hyped. So, and I think it's also partly because it takes me back to when we first saw them in concert. So I think it's just like a whole moment in itself. Um. But I, I don't know. I just always loved the song and the music video. It was just bright. So, yeah. Uh, I chose, I'm very consistent. I chose fake love. <laughs> oh. Um, again, I think it's just because, mostly because it was my first comeback with them. But I just generally really liked that song when I first heard it. Um, Yeah. Fake love is iconic. It really is. Um, there were so many variations on it. Like, many... I mean, this is true of every song cause, that they promote, right? Because they do, like, multiple stages. But I feel like, at least for me, I can remember the different stages of fake love, like, maybe more clearly than some of the other ones. And I have no scientific backing for why that might be, but it's just very memorable to me. I mean, that makes sense to me because, like, even with I, like, I didn't, I don't, I don't particularly like the album version of Idol, but I loved when they performed it. Oh gosh, I don't know which award show it was, but the one where, like, the I guess Three J had their solos. Yeah. I guess. I don't know if that was, I don't know which award show it was, but MMA? I feel like it was MMA's for some reason. I feel like it was MMA 2019. It's coming to my mind, like, randomly for some reason. Um, But that was my favorite version of Idol. So, so I mean, that makes sense to me. Um, sometimes the live versions of songs are just, they hit different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's for sure. I mean, I was like never into <laughs> Clay is gonna like kick me off the pod just for saying this out loud. I was never super into Dionysus like as a track on its own, which is horrible to say out loud. And then I saw them perform it on the Mots One concert, and I was like, well, also it was like that remix, the like basement party remix of Dionysus. Yeah. But I was like, maybe I do like this track. And now every time I hear it, I think of that performance. So I agree with you that seeing a song performed can really impact like how you view this song. Yeah, actually it's the same for me with that song as well. <laughs> I didn't really yeah. like that song either until I saw her saw them saw them perform it live um at the Map of the Soul one concert on Eve, whatever I guess it's officially called. And I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, I'm the Kalea odd one out. literally frozen. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Man. Uh, well, that's how I felt about So What. 
uh like wow i was definitely like so what it's just not for me like mm, mm, mm. and then i saw it in concert now i'm like so what <laughs> like you know <laughs> it's good it's good um but yeah you know some songs just hit differently for certain people you know and then they really hit different when you see them in person so what, what yeah. are you gonna do um Kalea what's your favorite title track I'm not gonna allow you to dodge the question oh that is so hard <laughs> that is so hard Like, hold on, let me like browse through their discography in my head. <laughs> Does just one day count? I'll say that mine. Does I was one... wondering if you would count that as a title track because it the... was promoted, but I don't it know if promoted. it counts as a title track. Like, it had a music video and everything. Like, does just one day mm -hmm. count? Um, I kind of want to say just we'll one say day yes and make your. But I, <laughs> I also kind of want to say Black Swan. Yeah. 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 I think maybe, I don't know, between Just One Day or Black Swan, that's really hard. That's like asking you to pick your favorite child. It's just not right. Yeah. Yeah. And no matter what you say, your answer is always wrong, much like picking your favorite child. Like there's no, <laughs> it could change tomorrow. Exactly. There's no certainty. <laughs> um, I will say that my favorite title track is blood sweat and tears because that was my first comeback and also that's that song is like the gateway song that i've been able to get some of my local friends like even a passing interest into bts and i think the aesthetics of that video are great um silver hair jimin just iconic hobie in those golden boots literally um jen kissing that sculpture blindfold Jimin there's just a lot going on I could be here all day but um I love that track love that moon baton trap vibe gotta say it every time love the aesthetic um yeah it's great <laughs> um so what concerts have you guys been to because I've I've uh I I know because we've spoken about it before, but could you tell us more about the BTS concert that you guys have been to? Um, we've been to the Love Yourself and then like the Love Yourself Speak Yourself. And yeah, wait, wait, is that it? Yes. You're asking me? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was it. It was love yourself. Okay. Then, yeah, love yourself, speak yourself. <laughs> and you went to the New Jersey shows for those as well? Or where did you see those? So for the love yourself, we saw it in Canada. And then for the oh, love wow. yourself, speak yourself, we saw it in Jersey, I think. I think it was Jersey, yeah. Please, please tell us how the Canada one worked because... <laughs> Mind you, like, we are on the East Coast um, and, like, the DMV area. So, like, we're not anywhere near Canada. So, <laughs> tell us how you guys no. got to Canada. 
Do you want to take this one, Melissa? <laughs> um, I can try because I mean, so Canada was originally like a backup because I think weren't there shows? I think there were shows actually like in New Jersey or something, but I don't. I, I think we wanted to like have options or I don't know. Called ourselves having options, and so we were. I, I think we weren't sure we would get tickets. We would get tickets for the New Jersey show. We were like, you know what? Let's just go to Canada. Let's go see this in Canada, <laughs> and. And so, yeah, we drove eight hours to Canada. I think I took four hours. I drove four hours, and then Amber had driven the other four hours. And, yeah, that was fun. And we saw them (laughs) twice, two nights. Wow, that's awesome. I think our our last bit on on this topic, at least, if you guys could spend a day with BTS, what would you do? Um... I want to do like maybe an escape room and then like chill out at dinner and just kind of like talk, but have like a candid talk, like where you can like freely ask questions where they don't give you like the like sugar coated answers that they always give reporters and stuff. Like I would just want to be able to have like a real genuine talk with them. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think just, I don't know. I was envisioned just eating with them. I don't know, just like going out to a restaurant eating and then like, but I, I, I also think it would be really cool to um, maybe um, like watch them work on a song like in their studio or just like their songwriting process. I don't know. That just seems very interesting to me to see how they like do their vocals and record them and like how they, like how does RM like actually write a song? Like, I don't know. It's like, I just think that would be really cool. So like more behind the scenes things, I guess. I think I speak for both of us when I say we felt that. Um, <laughs> I know we've said like in the past, I think it was one of our end of year ones or maybe our anniversary ones. We said like what we would do if we had a day with them and we had a bunch of ideas, but I think we, we explicitly talked about like having a deep conversation with them that wouldn't be prying like assuming we were already friends or could talk about some of those like deeper things comfortably but then Kalea I think you said like you would love to just be like a fly on the wall in the studio and like know the process so we're right there with you both yep imagine being in the studio during that dang session (laughs) Uh, error julie.exe has stopped working (laughs) (laughs) or um I want to be there when they were doing I Need You and they were like recording that gang vocal. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Like the way they were screaming it, I was like, who hurts you? It was like the funniest thing. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Again, she wants the screaming at the track era to come back. <laughs> yeah. When they were like recording the In the Soup uh, intro hilarious i would love to have been in there when they were recording what are some of your favorite early bts tracks and we're defining early as pre-2016 and you can pick more than one i won't be that mean um it's okay like i have three so first one is boy in love and then just one day, and then coffee. Watch you roll your eyes for this one. 
What was the last one I cut out on my end? I'm sorry. Coffee. Oh, okay, great. Love that track. Great. Um, I just because she's obsessed with boy in love. <laughs> I am. I, I really like. She was. She was so mad when I think the the times that we saw them on tour. I think they sang it as part of their medley on the days that we didn't go. Um, oh no! And she still talks about it to this day. <laughs> so that's why I rolled my eyes. <laughs> I was upset. And then when they did it on what was the online concert? Was it was it online? Like one the their one concert they performed it? And I was really upset because I was like, I could have saw this live. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Clearly I'm still upset. Sorry. <laughs> That's how I felt. No, no. You don't have to apologize to us. That's how I felt that whole show. I was like, I remember sitting in my room, it's like three in the morning, you know army bombed up you know wearing my merch I'm ready and I'm like this is the set list that we could have had like I could have seen rap line push each other around with Ugg and we had okay we were so close I'm still mad about this I'll be mad about this when I'm 95 years old and you can tell because I'm talking faster we were so close to the stage and we had sound check and obviously with how ticketing went this time around that is no longer the case and like I was just sitting there Watching Ugg being like, I could have seen this. Like, I could have been right there. So I'm not moving past this. So I feel your pain. Oh, um, so uh, for me, I, I, I really like jump. But I don't know if I like jump because I just like these parts. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I really enjoy that song. And tomorrow, I love tomorrow. I've seen multiple live versions of it. Um, and it's funny, and it's just always funny because like the actual lyrics like don't align with the dance, like the choreo, like at all, really. But I still love it. Yeah. Those are good picks. I'm sensing like growly Tay enthusiasts. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I respect that. Julie, what are your picks? Well, I feel like hearing everyone's opinions, I'm like, that's so valid. That's also so valid. This is such a valid choice. So I'm constantly swayed by like hearing other faves and I get excited about those songs too. I have to agree with Coffee. Um, I've really, it's been having a resurgence on the timeline. So this could be skewing my pick, but also look here slash Yogi Bois, like... <laughs> Uh, I'm not prepared to talk about this track in depth because it just like triggers every RM feel that I have. And when they performed that one, uh, was it all, I think that was actually part of Bon Bon Con the live. Yeah. Or when was that? No, it might even have been more recent than that. Yeah, it was recent. Is that mini the, uh... concert they did pre muster part of Festa. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. When, whenever that was performed, I was just like, <laughs> not okay. Um, and then I guess my third pick, um, I really like Autumn Leaves. 
like every time um, it comes on i i mean i, I just am like volume up full volume so those will be my three coffee look here and autumn leaves I love to say I love autumn leaves because I was really contemplating putting that one down. But I was like, Ugh. I feel like it's—I don't know. Just, I don't know. I felt like it was kind of—I don't know. Is it bad to say like generic or I don't know? But I don't know. I just—I I just love J Hope's part in that song. So every time I hear that song, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this song is just everything. But anyway, yeah. You guys have said like a lot of my picks anyway, so I'll just say like the one <laughs> that one someone hasn't mentioned. Attack on Bangtan just gets me so hype. They did that at the medley for Love Yourself in New Jersey the night that I went. And I just about broke the seat because I was forced to sit down. So I couldn't like jump like I wanted to. So I was just bouncing in my seat. I just about broke it. Um, That song gets me so hype. It's like one of the BTS songs that I can like actually like sing along to because I've just played it over and over again so many times. It's just so good. Like, I feel like it's still like a song that's like relevant to this day. Like, I don't know. Attack on Bangtan is just awesome. <laughs> I almost put that as, as one of them. So I agree with you completely. Favorite BTS Japanese tracks? Um, Mine's is For You. I don't know if it's just because I think the video is super cute, but I don't know. I just think the whole thing is cute. It's really, I don't know. I'm a cheesy person, and so that song just gives me cheesiness also. <laughs> um, mine is, uh, I had to. Um, so I really like Let Go and Don't Leave Me. Um, yeah, those are two that I like. I really love the choreo. I don't know. I, I guess sometimes having the visual along with the song like helps determine or helps me I guess sort of determine like whether or not a song is like one of my favorites and I really like the choreo for um for let go I'm like thinking back and I'm like do I remember that I might have to go watch it after this but I was like you went straight for the sad ones like let go and don't leave me like put the knife in the wound and then like twist it and then throw salt on it because those are like the arrows that make me sad (laughs) yeah like the emotional type of songs I think I don't know I will say I'll have two um I love um lights a lot a lot a lot um and I won't apologize for it (laughs) Um, but also I didn't even, I don't even think I like really, I knew the track existed, but I don't know if I like listened to it until we did, um, our three part series of like BTS and like their artistic and like their black artistic influences. But we were talking about the stars, um, and we were talking about Hobie's rap specifically then, but then I went back and listened to that song a bunch, and I was like, I really like this track. So I'll say Lights and The Stars. Nice. Uh, yeah, I had The Stars on my list, too. Great song. I feel like that whole first Japanese album is just, like, 
chef's kiss uh <laughs> my I, i've talked about this like a thousand and one times what is it is it like it part two or like line part two i know but showed it is so freaking good <laughs> like to me it's their like superior japanese song um such a great song um vocals on point like everything about it it's just a fantastic song um i also had wishing on a star we got to do that perform live recently at the last muster and i was like whoa like super throwback like oh my god i love this song um yeah those are my favorites rolling right along because i just looked at the clock and i'm like oh my god Um, not that we have any kind of rush, but I feel like time is just like flying by. Um, what is your favorite vocal line track? Okay, so my favorite track is uh the the truth untold. Um, yeah, I just love the song. I really enjoyed Lost and Dimple. Um, yeah, those are my favorite vocal line songs. Um. I just, I think, never mind. Yeah, those are my favorite songs. I was really excited when they performed it. Um, Dimple at, um, which one was it? The, the Muster a couple years ago? That's my favorite one. Like, I, I wish, like, I don't know, this set list was just really great. Um, I think it was a couple years ago. I'm picturing the performance where, oh gosh, I'm going to sound so fake. They had like BTS and then ARMY and like letters on the stage and it was like vocal line and then Rapline did, what did Rapline do? It was also iconic and this is why I sound fake. I know exactly what you're talking about. a flashback song, like a 2014, 2015 track. Um, and I can picture him, I can picture, it was like the one where they say their names, like RM kicks off and then like Suga comes in, like someone put me out of my misery. What song was that? Uh, intro school love affair. <laughs> okay. Ah, thank God. I was like, not persona. Like, please. Uh, anyway, kick me out of the fandom. Um, yeah. Intro no, school, was- so rap line did intro school love affair and vocal line did um dimple and that was like iconic but was that at muster I, for some reason i thought that was an end of year show i don't remember though i'm bad at that i think it was an end of the year show yeah the muster was when they were on like the pedestals or the moving whatever mm-hmm. sides that rap line and vocal line was that when they had the mirrors, or was that yet again something else? Yes, that was the same okay. concert. Okay. The one song I wanted them to perform live at, like, an actual concert. Like, saying those love notes, yes. Yeah, I was going to say Dimple as well, so I will seed the floor. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so, my pigs outro love and school you want to talk about vocals vocals 
And the song is like less than two minutes long. So I get pissed every time I hear it. But if you probably go to like <laughs> my Apple, like, what is it? iTunes. They don't even do that anymore. And you like look and see like most played songs. Like that's what I was listening to in 2014 on repeat. On freaking repeat. That song. I can't say bars because they're not rapping, but like bars. <laughs> like, just vocally. It's just freaking fantastic. And then you get um, intro, School Love Affair, and, like, Yungi comes on and basically continues the outro love in school. And you could just hear how this could be a song, but they didn't do it. And I'm like, why did you guys not make this a song? Like, it's just too good to not be a full song. Ugh, it's just so good. Anyway. I'm, like, wishing we recorded with video and had a YouTube channel for your reactions <laughs> right now. Ugh, that song is just so good. Um, also, House of Cards. The The vocal line outros were, like, so good. Um, I know they, like, switched things up, so, like, they could do, like, they started doing intros. And, like, like I, you know, like, those, those are awesome, and I love that, too. But, like, the vocal line outros were just, like... They were just, they just, they were just done so well on House of Cards. Like the harmonies in House of Cards, just outstanding. Like I feel like we were able to like really see BTS do like things different vocally because I feel like back in the day, well, definitely back in the day, it was more like rap focused. So we didn't always get to see them like showcase their vocal abilities as as much as we get to see them today. So I feel like the outros were like really like their time to like shine. And I feel like House of Cards is one of those examples where it's just like the harmonies are on point, the like falsettos, the high notes. It's just all so freaking good. <laughs> so good. Also, Zero O'Clock. One of my favorites. That's a good one. That is a good one. Kind of wishing I'd said that now, but yeah, definitely agree. <laughs> uh, favorite rap line is... track. Oh, oh, yeah. My bad. No, yeah. I was gonna say the same thing. I was gonna say the same thing. I was like, we're gonna be here for a while. <laughs> but what is <laughs> our favorite rap line tracks? Um, so the ones that I I really like Ugg, Dang, and um. Cypher Part 3. Um, I just, there's, yeah, those are, those are my favorites. I just, I love their, well, I mean, I feel like this is like every song that they do together. I just love their synergy. Um, I like when they like really, really like rap. I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, those are the ones that I chose. Um, I agree with you. All those are good. Dang. Okay. I really like Dang too. Um, just because okay, the main thing I really love about it is that you get to hear each individual like style and just how well they all go together, but how they're all different. So I really like that one. Uh, and another one I love is Tear. I don't, it's just, it's just chef kisses. It's amazing. So yeah, those, those are like my top two. Kalea, I think you should go next because, again, once I start talking about Dang, 
Um, there's no going back. <laughs> um, I talk up and down about like Cypher Part One, even though people are like "boo Cypher Part One" or whatever. Like people are like, it's just not like the other girls, but whatever. I'm a Cypher Part One enthusiast. Um, truly love that. Um, and for the sake of you know, like no one else has said it, Cypher Part Four goes hard. I know people are like lyrically, it's not the best one, but I'm like, girl, I don't care because I don't speak Korean. So when I'm listening to the song, <laughs> one thing I'm listening to is how hard does this beat go? And when I turn that song all the way up in my car, my car starts rattling. And that's my measurement for how good the song is. <laughs> that bass goes off. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Cyber Bar 4. Great song. Um, I mean... The rap line, like, they always outdo themselves. But yeah, great songs. I want to second Ugg. I was already talking about Ugg before. Um, but, like, I am praying to the powers that be, manifesting to the universe, like, sending good vibes, whatever you want to call it. Like, I need them to perform Ugg in L.A. Like, it is not a want. It is a physical need that I have. Um, I just, and again, like we were kind of talking a couple of times about like separating the visuals from the song and how sometimes they really add to your enjoyment, like watching the rap line go into the boxing ring and like push each other around really did something to me. And I'm not prepared to like unpack that, but it was just way too much. And like, there's all those memes about like, us post pandemic and it's like army like head banging you know and like the barricades are like falling over um i need that to be real um also dang like i have it in my twitter bio like i'm so obsessed with dang i was listening to it again yesterday like again they all sound so different but it fits together so well and highlights their styles and I'm actually glad we're back to rap line because there's something about like the stutter raps that just like does something to me. Like Namjoon's stutter rap and dang, and like Yoongi's like I guess it's like syncopated. Like he's not really stuttering, but like his like I don't know what you want to call it that syncopation in Digita where it like zooms in on him and he's like tied up. You know, like that part of the song. I'm like I'm not I'm not good. Like I'm not okay. So. I feel the same way about Dang. Like, I've read the lyric translations of it, and I'm sure there's so much that I don't even get as, like, a non-fluent Korean speaker, but there's so much, like, wordplay happening there, and they're, like, really going hard on a diss track without actually, like, cursing anyone out, and it's just, like, so witty, and I'm just very obsessed with Dang. Agreed. Uh, okay, so f- oh no, go ahead. Nope, nope. <laughs> you can go ahead and do it. <laughs> okay, no, uh, that's not at anyone. That's just that, like, whatever this lag situation is that's occurring. Um, what are some songs that you think are underrated? Um, okay, 
these two songs are like technically underrated, but I feel like I don't hear a lot of people talk about it or I'm just kind of like out of the loop. But um, I love Jamis Vu and um, First Love from the Wings album. Jamis Vu is superior. I agree. People do not give Jamis Vu the credit it deserves. First Love is definitely a deep cut. Like you said that song and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I love that song so much. I don't know. I don't know if it's just like, I don't know if it's like his, like Yungi's voice over like a very, I wouldn't say it's like a delicate song, but it's piano, like piano's all throughout it. And so it's just like that juxtaposition kind of reminds me of probably why I like Spring Day so much because it's like Spring Day is such like a, vocally beautiful song and then he comes in with this like hard rap so yeah that's all I'm gonna say um so I chose um I don't know I mean yeah I think same as like with Amber like I, I don't know if they're like necessarily underrated but I don't really hear people talk a whole lot about them but I really like second grade and a brand new day like I don't know I feel like people don't really talk a lot about the BTS world soundtrack um in general um so yeah i but i love both those songs the sec- second grade second grade just gets me like really really hyped and um and yeah i just i don't know i love the brand new day i don't know it's crazy too because i feel like all of the songs on the bts world soundtrack that are like full songs and not instrumentals like are so good and people were so hyped about them when they came out so like what happened that we don't talk about them that much now i don't know you know who uh doesn't value the bts world soundtrack bts (laughs) (laughs) they don't even remember they made that album (laughs) they don't even remember they made that album like they're like harvey i made that like what's that I never heard that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how do you make such a fire soundtrack for a video game, and then just like completely forget about that their existence? So when I think about like Brand New Day, Dream Glow, and All Night, like, how do we not talk about those? I feel like we do, but BTS are just like, what are those? <laughs> So, like, they just don't get an- enough talk. They might have, like, low-grade trauma for making that video game, and so they just, like, block out the associated soundtrack as well. I don't know. But that video game was nuts. We've talked about it on the pod before. I never actually played, but just from, like, what I heard from Kalea and just, like, saw in the timeline, um, not to mention people, like, building their own stories in the, like, create world mode. Like, that game was just too much, so. But see, that wasn't even, that was the second game where they were doing that kind of crazy stuff. Oh, both wow. both games were equally, like, insane, but for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, combining them into, like, video games are insane. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Do you want to go first, Julie? 
Sure. I think that C is underrated, but that was kind of intentional because it was a hidden track on um, Love Yourself Her that you could only get off of the CD and not on Spotify. So I do love that one. I think it's really beautiful. And I've talked about it on our podcast before. So I I don't know if underrated is the word because it was intentionally like kind of meant for ARMY. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think back. I feel like there's so many, um, especially from like the most beautiful moment in life and earlier. Um, but I have a clear agenda, so I'll just say go back and listen to all the old ones as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a topic I feel very strongly about. So I have a lot of opinions and I'm just going to like rapid fire shoot them off right now. Um, we already talked about like BTS World that was on there. I'm just like knocking on BTS door, like, hello, these songs exist. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, I feel like the entirety of like, oh, are you late too? There was an interview I BTS were doing. I feel like they were talking about how like, or maybe that was one from the skits. I can't remember, but they were like how they thought that like, oh, are you late too? Was gonna like really like take off for them and then people were just like like they just didn't care at that time or whatever um and so i still kind of feel like that today like oh are you late too is just like it's a masterpiece it really is like it's just crafted really well um great album uh where did you come from from school love affair i just feel like we don't talk about this enough like really so really got on the track and like gave us like a full like like agio filled song and we just like like skip over like that (laughs) like it's such a it's such a sweet song they're doing it in like satori like everybody loves hearing them speak and like they're like native dialects and we got like a full song here of them doing it now i'm just singing on it like like it's just a great song um (laughs) arms like entire first mixtape i know namjoon's like i'm looking away whenever we talk about his mixtape that first mixtape but i'm like sir please i need you to like acknowledge this um please put it on spotify like the rest of them um i know he's like i've grown from that but i'm like i haven't so like can we like can we I've seen like this resurgence on TikTok lately where I think it's his track Monster has been like a popular TikTok sound lately and people are like, Oh my god, what song is this? I'm like, Yes, it's from his first mixtape. Like, great mixtape, like please like go back and listen to it and enjoy it. Um at least appreciate what it was for at that time. I know like he's he's grown in many different ways since then but the music bangs um <laughs> so that's that uh we already talked about autumn leaves but i just feel like autumn leaves is just freaking fantastic like 10 out of 10 all around like you were saying earlier melissa like j-hope's verse i've talked about this in the podcast before like everyone knows i'm an autumn leaves enthusiast <laughs> but also hold me tight fantastic freaking song yes I want to go back and change my answer on this quiz. (laughs) Uh, 
a supplementary story, You Never Walk Alone. Fantastic mm-hmm. song. Anytime I hear it now, I think of that BTS World Game. But, like, it's a really great song. <laughs> um, I want to say to everyone that, like, hates on Best of Me, leave her alone. <laughs> great song i mean maybe that's not really underrated necessarily but i just feel like i just felt prompted to say it also um i've also mentioned this before but like a lot of like rm's tracks that he was doing from like 2015 a lot of those like solo songs or like i shouldn't say solo songs but those collabs that he was doing were like really great like kaja with dynamic dynamic duo that Prometheus track that he did with like all those rappers on it, like there's just like a freak ton of rappers on there. Freaking body, like just bars on top of bars. Buku Buku with um MFBTY. Timeless with Tiger JK. Like I talked about this on one episode as well. Like you by like primary featuring Kwan Jana with RM. Like <laughs> if you haven't heard these songs, like just go. <laughs> right it's literally a repository of like all the rm deep cuts but i feel like there's one you didn't mention that i have to mention for all the like elder emos or whoever are coming out on tiktok right um fallout boy and rm like champion like that was 2017 that wasn't as old as like some of the other ones but i feel like Fallout Boy was here collabing with BTS like long before they were like the hot thing in the US and there were other artists too but like yeah I felt like my worlds collide when Fallout Boy collabed with RM I was like what is going on Champion was great um same with change I'm like I don't know if you can like do you count that as underrated I don't know but like change and like champion fantastic songs um just so much good music so so much good music from bts all around um from like their solo stuff their stuff as a group like they just deliver they just deliver i feel like i have so many songs i need to look up now (laughs) yeah (laughs) I will fully admit that I had not heard Buku Buku until you played it at one of like our very early meetups. And I was like, um, what? And like, I thought I knew every BTS song. So even if you think, you know, every BTS song for not calling Amber or Melissa out, I'm just like shouting out the listeners, like go back and listen to some of the older ones. Cause like, there's probably a gem that you will uncover. Or even if you knew it existed, you might get more into it when you go back and listen again. Like I did with the stars. Yep. Fully agreed. I feel like I need to go back and listen to like, some of like the older older songs that may not have been like on albums and stuff because i feel like i missed that by the time i got into them i definitely missed also please don't die and we were doing that research and i was like where did this come from like what is this how didn't i know about it so there's just so much out there i think it's really easy to to like when you're just getting into them to like I don't know like if you get like really stuck on like one album it's easy to like not go back and like listen to other ones 
like some things just take time so like I fully understand and then like a lot of it is like I don't want to say like you had to be there to like know it exists but some of the stuff is just like super deep cuts like like you said like please don't die that came about what because of like um dang what's the name of that show AHL so like if you didn't watch AHL like you might have not known that that song existed um or like maybe you heard it and just like you know listening to like the freaking 100 plus tracks that bts has or whatever like on youtube or in their music videos that you just like skipped over it or whatever so totally understandable um but yeah inviting everyone to go back and listen to some other bts tracks today it's a fun ride bts is a journey (laughs) I feel like we've been on a journey. I can make anything a transition. Um, Well, thank you so much, Amber and Melissa of the AM podcast for joining us today. I had a blast. I'm sorry that there was like some type of weird lag situation going on, but it was so great to catch up with you guys again after way, way, way too long. Um, So I guess why don't we wrap here and just uh, you, you all could share any final thoughts you have. Um, and again, just promote your show, tell people where they could find it um, if they want to learn more about you guys and listen in to some of your episodes. Well, first off, thank you for having us here. Really, really appreciate you guys inviting us. Um, it's always nice to catch up with you. And I don't know, and I always appreciate a good moment to just fully fangirl out about BTS with other army, because I mean you don't get to do that often, especially now um, during the pandemic. So yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Melissa. Oh, sure. Okay, so yeah, I just want to, you know, echo Amber, I guess. Um, I just want to say thanks so much for like inviting us on and having us on. It was a lot of fun to just talk about BTS. I learned a lot about new songs that I need to look up because I feel like I definitely am the type of person, like, once I get to, like, a BTS album that I just genuinely love, I or, like, a few albums, I'll just keep listening to those same songs on rotation. And I'm just now starting to go back to listen to the other songs. Like, I think Look Here... Let me look here. I think I'm pretty sure that the first that was the first time I actually heard that song. I'm kind of embarrassed to say what they did at the during the festa. I was like, oh, like he's really he's arm is like really going for it. Like this this song this song's really good. Um, and so I'm just now starting to really go back and because I feel like I've heard like the more like popular older songs, I guess. But some of the songs like yeah like. Like a lot of the songs, I'm like, what is she talking about? But <laughs> I need to go back and listen to them. Um, but but that's why this is so much fun to be able to just talk with other army and um, and yeah, not going not going to like the in person events often or really at all right now. Um, this was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah. Uh, um. But I just want to say, you know, we, so we had actually recently discussed BTS's Permission to Dance online concert because we did view the concert. So um, 
on our latest episode, you can hear us talk about all the fun we had waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning um, to watch the sound check and then turn around, take a nap, and get back up to watch it at 5 a.m. Um, so we talked about that in our one of our most recent episodes. And, yeah, and uh, we, with us not really going anywhere, we've been reviewing some dramas and um, catching up on the latest comebacks and news, so... Um, well, uh, please tell us where all of the listeners can find you on social media. Uh, so on social media, you can find us at the underscore AM podcast. Um, that's tw- we're only on Twitter and Instagram, so that's where you can find us. And if you want to listen, you can listen on all listening platforms. Cool. Yeah, definitely go and check them out. They talk about any and everything re- related to like K-pop and Korean culture. They have a super cool podcast. They talk about movies and uh, dramas and you know all different types of groups and things like that. So definitely go and check them out. Um, thank you again so much for joining us. We had an awesome time, uh, and that'll do it for today's episode of Girls with Fun. We will see you next time. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Girls with Fun. We're so grateful that you chose to hang out with us. Once again, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls with Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls with Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. If you have an idea for an episode or you want to share your thoughts on any of the topics we've discussed, slide into our DMs or email us at girlswithfunpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us and see you next time.